0: Welcome to the ASCPA podcast. I'm Heidi Fry, Senior Director of Marketing and Membership, and I'm your host. And today I'm excited to have Brittany Williams with us. Brittany is a partner for the public accounting firm Heinfeld Meach Company. She currently manages audit services for municipalities, school districts, transportation authorities, and nonprofits out of their Phoenix office. Brittany is currently serving on the AICPA Government Audit Quality Center Executive Committee and the AGA Financial Management Standards Board. Brittany has always had an interest in management and leadership and has been presenting on emotional intelligence and leadership skills for several years on a regional and national scale, including the National AICPA EDGE Conference for Young Professionals. Brittany will be also presenting on this topic at the upcoming ASCPA Governmental Accounting Conference on February 5th. You can learn more about the conference at ASCPA.com GAC20. So thank you, Brittany, for joining us to talk more about emotional intelligence today. Thank you so much for having me. So I know a lot of people have probably heard the term emotional intelligence before, but they might not know really what it means. Could you talk more about what it means and how you became interested in learning more about it and sharing it with others? Sure. Um, well, it's
1: got a lot of broad definitions, but um, you know, it, it really is about improving our relationships with everybody in our lives, our coworkers, our family, our friends. And about improving our, you know, relationships with ourselves too and the way that we react and respond to other people and manage our emotions and interact in the world. And so, you know, I became interested in it because it just hit home to me as being something part of my own personal journey and what, you know, I've done in my life to, you um, you know, become a more mature person. I think it has a lot to do with maturity as well. And I was asked to speak about it at internally at one of our firm training events and started digging into it a lot more. That was kind of the beginning. And then from there, uh, you know, that was over, I would say probably over five years ago. And from there, I've, it, It just took a big hold with me and I started researching it a lot and reading a lot of documents and um, just honed in on my presentation and and kind of took it around the country. So a lot of people have really enjoyed it and um, it's definitely a, a really great topic.
0: I think that's a great point. When you're asked to speak on something, that's a great opportunity to really learn something more in depth. So that's really awesome. And can you talk about areas of life that emotional intelligence can affect in addition to the workplace? Oh, you know, I think it it affects all areas of our life. Um, it's not only
1: um, it's not only at work, and it's not only it does make you a better employee if you can develop these skills. Um, it makes you a better leader, but it also can affect your your home life. And one of the very main. Tenants of emotional intelligence is learning how to manage stress. So it affects your health if you can kind of master how to manage your health and manage your emotions and manage your stress levels. So it it really affects all areas of our life and all of our interactions that we have with other people. And it's kind of funny because I've had the opportunity to talk about it for the last five years on a pretty regular basis. And so it's constantly. In my mind, as I'm having interaction, <laughs> you know, if I'm having a tense conversation, say at mm-hmm. home with a family member or a friend, and and okay, all of a sudden, some of the points that I talk about will pop in my head, and I'll need to kind of reference that, and be like, oh yeah, I need to pause right now and mm-hmm. not say anything, and, <laughs> and so um, it definitely is it affects all areas of life.
0: Yeah. And then thinking about the accounting profession, I mean, you mentioned this, the stress and that, and we know that's a commonplace in accounting. So what are some other ways that you see it being used in the accounting profession? Well, you know, that's, I think that's a great question
1: because, you know, at all of these conferences that we're going to uh, lately, all we hear about is the top 10 skills that are going to be needed in the future of accounting and with artificial intelligence and technology taking over so much of our day-to-day duties and those technical things that used to take a lot of time that are now done in a nanosecond with technology. The skills that are going to be needed are, you know, emotional intelligence, conflict management, people skills. Those types of things are always in the top 10 and usually as two or three of the top 10 and they're all related to emotional intelligence. So you talk about the accounting world and how it's changing and what employers are gonna be looking for and what skills are gonna be most valued. It's not that, that super technical, I um, a lot anymore. It, and we are in a client service industry. I think a lot of people forget that. I think right. people forget that it, we are here to service clients and we're often working in teams and we have to learn leadership skills and we have to learn conflict management and we have to be able to work together and be, um, you know, empathetic with one another. That's another thing that technology really can't do for us. It can't help you connect with another person. It can't give you that Compassion for somebody that might be going through a difficult time that you're working with, or give you a different perspective on how to handle a situation. Technology can't do any of those things. So, those are the skills that are rising to the top in the future, along with critical thinking skills needed to think critically about the information that we're getting from the data sources that are coming through. So, um, you know, that's, I think it's absolutely critical to accounting. I hear about it keynote speakers all over the place about the top skills from these research entities that are putting out this data and saying that this is going to this is going to be really important
0: in the future and it is now today great points and now let's dig a little bit deeper into emotional intelligence can you talk about some of the elements of emotional intelligence sure um, you know there there's a few different
1: resources out there that'll give you kind of a variation of of kind of the five components or the five elements of emotional intelligence. And the kind of the ones that I focus on are the ones from Daniel Goleman, who created the original Emotional Intelligence book uh, back in the 90s. And so there's five of them. The first is self-awareness. So that's kind of just understanding our own emotions, why we're having them, where they're coming from, and and kind of working through those, kind of staying in control there. Also, with self-regulation is the second one. So that comes down to how do we respond to situations, not letting our emotions get too out of control. Instead of having reactions and just and it, just blindly reacting to people, places, and things in our lives, um, having having a thoughtful pause and properly responding and regulating regulating our emotions and having calm and thoughtful responses. The third one is motivation. So that really comes back to finding your why, you know, because <laughs> when I talk about this with motivation, you can't be motivated every single day. Right. But if you've set an intention of being motivated to achieve a goal or to be you know, have a positive attitude during difficult times, or something like that. You may not be motivated every day, but can you find your why to be persistent and to keep going mm-hmm. um, with certain things? So that's the third one. The fourth one is empathy. So I talked about this just a few moments ago. That really is about you know the connections with other people and mm-hmm. and listening um, to really understand others and have Mm -hmm. compassion for other people and connection. And, um, you know, that's, that can be a difficult thing sometimes in the workplace, in the workplace too. And I think it's um, incredibly important in the workplace. So, you know, that's again, one of those things that technology can't replace. Right. And then the last one is social skills kind of uh, a little bit of likability there that but um, a lot of people think you know when they hear emotional intelligence they think oh or social skills they think oh well you have to be a social butterfly or you have to be the life of the party or really super outgoing and it's really not the case at all because while you know that that might be some people it's not everybody and emotional intelligence is really, everybody makes it their own. It looks different on any, everybody. And there are things that you can do to um, enhance your social skills or enhance your one-on-one relationships with other people that doesn't have to do with being a social butterfly. Um, it can definitely be more of a one-on-one type of a communication. So just kind of honing in those different nuances that are particular to each person and look different on each person but but all five of those characteristics are kind of the core tenets of what emotional intelligence is
0: comprised of that's great thank you so much for sharing that i know when you talk about empathy i can see how it's easy sometimes to get into like this do 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 and getting all these things done and then not really you know considering what other people are going through and you know whether it's coworkers, clients or that so that that's very important
1: Yeah. And even taking that home too, you know, about, well, what do I have going on in my day? Mm -hmm. And maybe, um, you know, maybe I need to listen to what somebody else had in their day. Maybe they had a, you know, a rough day and I need to get out of myself and be
0: compassionate and empathetic over there. Right. Great points. And so if somebody's wondering, like, how do I assess where I'm at? Like, maybe they're not sure. Like, how am I doing on emotional intelligence? What are some ways that people can kind of assess their own emotional intelligence?
1: Well, there's a lot of resources out there <laughs> online. Um, you know, that's just kind of how I started, was just searching all over the internet, um, and there is just a plethora of information out there, and. And you can find some online quizzes that you could take. Um, I found a, a good free one that I usually give in my seminar, um, but there's a lot of articles out there. I think the first thing to assess your own emotional intelligence is kind of understand what it is
0: mm-hmm. and what it,
1: what it looks like if you don't have high emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and then kind of what it looks like if you do, and maybe find an online assessment of that. Um, Also, I I read this one Harvard Business Review article that talked about how every leader has uh, at least two blind spots that they can't see. And so I think that's really important because you could do your own assessment all day long, but a blind spot is a blind spot. You can't see that you even have a problem with that. So some things might come to light in your own personal assessment of, oh, you know, these are my strengths and my weaknesses. But I think In addition to that, a really good step is to find a trusted colleague or a trusted friend and ask them to point out where your blind spots are and be willing to listen to them and be willing to take that in. You know, that criticism, constructive criticism can be a little bit hard to hear sometimes. And sometimes it takes a little bit of time to process it and recognize the truth in it. And then Acknowledge that it's true and take the next steps to to improve it. That's you know that's a sign of emotional intelligence right there, is being willing to hear the things that are not so good and do some work to start working on
0: them. And it's uncomfortable. It's a great point of um, getting that you know feedback from others, and and that probably helps in the social skills too of be, being able to build those relationships and that trust with other people to be able to have really that open communication. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And then could you share any examples or stories of how you've seen or experienced emotional intelligence, maybe good or bad in action? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, I use a lot of examples in my presentation, uh, mostly of myself and just bad, bad examples of, you know, things I recognize looking back, you know, over the last 15 years of my career and seeing how I've grown in that time. And, and hopefully we're all growing all the time i think we all need to have that dedicated mindset to self improvement always i think that that's the most important thing is putting your mindset there but over time in myself i think i you know again i've had the benefit of being kind of immersed in this information just due to obligations of of presenting it through mm-hmm. you know several times each year and Kind of refreshing myself and reading through information again and getting some new resources and and so at work and at home these these concepts and these ideas pop into my head as I'm in different scenarios and different situations and it helps me to better assess a situation and better respond. But I think over time, you know, even uh, I think a lot of my my coworkers have heard this presentation. (laughs) more than they like to say, but they, um, you know, I know they take things from it too. And they've told me that, and and they've told me that they think about it. And so it's just nice to, you know, that's what I love about giving this presentation. It really comes from an altruistic, you know, uh, place is just wanting to help people, just help people have the information and just to really get better as, as, as much as we can. We're just human, but what can we do to move
0: forward each, each day and just little increments at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And talking about the, the little increments of time, I know it could seem overwhelming to people. So what are some suggestions you have on maybe some small steps people could take to increase their emotional intelligence? And I think that's the best way to do it is just
1: small steps at a time and, and, I think the thing is, if you can educate yourself and, and find out some more about the topic and find out you know, some of your weaknesses and areas that you could work on, and then what are some ways that you could enhance your emotional intelligence in those weaker areas, and maybe take one concept or one idea and work on that for a month you know, mm-hmm. and then move on to the next one, you know, the next month, take another idea or another concept and consciously work on it throughout the month. And I think the best way to do that is to write something down, put it on a sticky note that you stick on your fridge or on your computer or on your desk. So you seeing it and you're reminded of it all the time. Cause if you don't do that, you just, you'll forget. Right. So right, keeping it somewhere where you can see it every single day for a month and taking that concept and just Okay, for this month I'm going to work on my listening skills and and I'm going to anytime someone comes in my office I'm going to give them my full attention. I'm not going to be looking away or looking at my computer. I'm not going to listen with thinking about what my response is. I'm just really going to listen to understand and focusing on that all month long until it becomes a habit, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can move on to the next thing that that hopefully will help you just become a little bit better in areas. And you think about that over time, if you keep doing things like that, you're gonna have all of these skills that you've developed and that you've worked on and, and it takes time and it takes effort. And like I said, a lot of times, um, some of this stuff can be a little bit uncomfortable, but if you're not uncomfortable, then you're not growing and you're not doing something to kind of make yourself a little bit better in, in different areas. So I, that's kind of my idea and my take on the small steps to increase our
0: emotional intelligence. Are there any resources that you would recommend for people to learn more? There are uh, a few really great resources out there that I've
1: used. Um, there is a Harvard business review book that has the top 10 articles on emotional intelligence. And I got that through the Harvard business review and read through those. Those are really, really good. There's a book called emotional intelligence by Daniel Goldman. That's the original, uh, issuance and where this idea came from. And then another book called emotional intelligence 2.0. I really liked that. And I also follow Daniel Goleman and anybody else who kind of talks about emotional intelligence on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And so LinkedIn always has great articles on emotional yeah. intelligence as well. So that's kind of, you know, the internet and LinkedIn are, are great places to find out as much information as you want. And if you want to take a deeper dive, you could get some of those more lengthy uh, books or articles to kind of peruse.
0: Great. And is there anything I haven't asked that you wanted to share? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I'm just,
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think this is such a wonderful topic and it's such a, a great area to learn about. And I think we can all, all benefit from it in in life and in the accounting world. And like I said, just to kind of remind everybody that it's going to be one of these top skills that's needed in the future in our profession. And it just really, it really helps to improve your relationships with everyone around you. And so it helps to improve your life in general. And it's, um, it's a wonderful thing. So I'm just really grateful that you wanted to interview me today. And thank you for having me on your podcast. And I really look forward to you presenting at the conference this year.
0: Well, thank you so much. And uh, she'll be speaking at the conference on February 5th. And again, for more information, it's ASCPA.com gac 20. And then in the show notes, I'll also include links to the resources that Brittany was talking about as well. So you can kind of do some more research and learn more. So thank you again, Brittany, for being with us today. Thanks so much.